world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, we have passed the salt. Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. I'm going to give you a fair warning. I'm kind of in one of those moods here this morning. That's why I got my CIA... Who the hell are those guys? Who's the CIA? Where do they get their authority to do what they do? So I got my camo hat on today because we're at war. See, we are, we're at our side. We're in a war, but we haven't been at war. We don't, we don't understand the difference. There's a war raging all around us, and our team hasn't figured it out yet. It's like we, we think we're uh, pin cushions, just one after another, just pin cushions. And again, as I always do, I focus in on, it's the church. The, ch- the church doesn't understand. The church doesn't understand. I'm on a manhunt this morning. That's why I got the, that's why I got the CIA gear on there. So, so bear with me. Uh, fake truth. I, I, I just, I kind of coined that phrase myself this morning. That's what we're dealing with. Fake truth. Donald Trump called it fake news. And it's not fake news. It's fake truth. They make their own truth. They make up their own truth. They make, up, they make up lies and deception, tell us that a little boy can be a little girl. That's, that's fake truth, folks. They, they tell you that the shot, you can take a shot and it will prevent you from getting COVID. That's fake truth. That's, that's fake truth. It's not true. Hmm? They tell you that you can take a shot and you'll never get it. That's, that's fake truth. They tell you you can put on a mask and the mask will keep you from spreading it or getting it. That, that, that's, fake, that's fake truth. It's fake truth. Everywhere we look, it's fake truth. Now, the Bible would call it lies. Hmm? Uh, uh, fake truth is part of the truth stuffed with a lie. Fake truth. It's everywhere we look. It's in our churches. There's fake truth in our churches. So what, what do you mean, Coach? Fake truth. What? Well, we're not supposed to get involved with politics. That's fake truth. That isn't true. Okay, that isn't true. I, I can go to the Bible, and I can find something in the Bible. I can pull one scripture out of context and build a whole ministry around it. That's fake truth. That's partial truth. Part of the truth stuff with a lie, it's fake truth. It's not real. It's not true. It's not real. I'm going to, I don't know if I get around to Jim Jordan here in a minute. It, it, it's fake truth. But I'm on a, I'm on a manhunt this morning, Ray. Anybody, I, I'm looking for, can somebody help me? Somebody out there help me today? Somebody help me find, where, where are these guys? Where are these guys? Pull up. Pull up the first thing there, Jonathan. Where, where, hey, where are these guys? Hey, anybody seen these guys? Make it bigger. Anybody seen these 25 pastors? Anybody seen them? Anybody seen them? Anybody heard anything from these guys? I can't wait to get into picture with President Trump laying their hands on him, praying for him however many years ago. Where are these guys? Anybody know where they are? Hey, anybody seen them? Where are they? Where are they? I'm on a man They're hunt. gone, baby. I'm a, I'm on a I'm on a fake pastor manhunt. That's what I'm on. Uh, oh yeah, they got their they got their photo up. Oh yeah, Paula Whitey right there. Pretty quiet right now. And you see old Paula White, huh? Jensen Franklin, he right there front and center. Hearing, hearing anything from Jensen Franklin as their as our uh, total and complete justice system is being turned upside down. Joe Biden's lying, stealing money. His son's stealing money, had screwing chicks, doing all this kind of stuff. And they're after Donald Trump for taking taking uh, what? Well, I didn't even see what they invited indicted him for, but probably something like what? Uh, hiding uh, hiding documents. <laughs> oh, gee, hiding documents. Where are, the, where are these guys? By the way, who were those 25 guys? Scroll down there for me, Jonathan. Where are these fake pastors? Where are they? Where are they? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. Where's Paula White? Kane, Kane, Paul White, Kane. Anybody seen her? Jensen Franklin? Hey, Dr. James Dobson. Ollie Ollie Enfrey. Greg Laurie. Ralph Reed Jr. Jack Graham. 
Robert Jeffress, Samuel Rodriguez, Tony Perkins, Guillermo Maldonado. Where are you guys? Where are you? Boom. Where are you? That's why we're in the mess we're in. We don't know know how to fight. See, we got, put those sissy men back up there again. Put those sissy men up there again. I wonder if they got any dirt under their fingernails. Think any of those guys got any dirt under their fingernails? Oh, there might be one or two of them. James Dobson hiding there in the back by the American flag. Huh? Where's, where's focus on the scamly? Where are they? Oh, they're off raising all kinds of money to, to improve the family when 23% of people don't, in America don't even have a daddy. <laughs> they don't have a daddy. <laughs> focus on the scamly. A family research council. Really? Family research council? Are you researching families? Ain't doing a very good job. I can help you out, dude. Ain't doing very good. Ain't doing very good. No, no, no. We got, we got uh, what's her name? Corsette, uh, whatever, or Ocasio-Cortez. She's running the show. Not James Dobson. He ain't running the show. No, no, no. Ollie, Ollie, in free. Come out, come out wherever you are. Come on, come on, come on. So they said, well, Coach, we're appealing to Donald Trump privately. We're sending him letters and we're praying for him. And uh, No, yeah, we're, we're doing all we can, Coach. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fake truth. Fake pastors, fake truth. Photo op, Tracy. Freaking photo op. The, pre- the, the, fo- the cameras are gone and the pastors are gone. The heat gets turned up. They leave the kitchen. Somebody say amen. So I know I'm not alone here today. I'm, 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 I'm amen. Just, amen. Amen. Where are they? Huh? What's the Bible say? Why you smite the the shepherd and the sheep scatter? Where are you guys? Where are you? Our entire government's being turned upside down. We have a justice. Look, I'm not here to defend Donald Trump. We have a justice system that's being used as a weapon. Can you imagine if during the previous election, two elections ago, three, however long ago, can you imagine if the Republicans had tried to indict Hillary Clinton? Can you imagine what the media would have done? Donald Trump is the future Republican nominee. And so they try to arrest him so that every time he goes, they say, when Trump's running for president, they're going to say to those phony, stupid Christians that don't understand what's going on. They say, well, you can't vote for someone who's indicted. He's got a federal indictment. Uh-huh. Oh, he's under investigate. You can't vote for him. And you know hey, what? Coach, let me make you an offer you can't refuse. What's that? Let me make you an offer you can't refuse. Yeah, well, see, the sissy pastors, they're going to run and hide, see? They're going to run and hide. And there's sissy people and the sissy Pews, they're going to say, oh, we can't vote for him. Oh, my goodness. We can't vote for him. He used to screw women. We can't he was vote for him. It's ridiculous. It's can't ridiculous. You, can't you see it, folks? Can't you see what we're trapped in? The matrix that we're trapped in? Can't you understand it? Can't you understand that it's only the truth that makes us free, and it's fake truth they're giving us? I'm on a, I'm on a rampage today. I'm on a rampage today. Because uh, I'm, not, I'm not on a rampage at the devil's kids. I'm not mad at Nancy Pelosi, and I'm not mad at them. They're just doing their father's will. They're, just, they're of their father, the devil, and the work of their father, they will do. Look at these phony fakes. Mm, Paula White, give me a stinking break. I wonder what Trump thinks. I wonder if he's wondering where these guys are. Where is the national call from evangelicals to stand up and push back against this wicked Department of Justice? Hunter Biden walking free. Hillary Clinton. James Comey. I could pull up the clip if I had more time. James Comey stood before the world and listed five felonies that Hillary Clinton committed and said no reasonable prosecutor would. Not none. No, I, I know something would have. Coach, you said reasonable prosecutor. Yeah, right. Notice, yeah. notice that. Folks, it's a, it's a, it's all scam. It's all scam. Sorry, it is. It's all scam. And so we're not gonna we're not gonna politic our way out of this mess that we're in. Okay, we're not going to. We're not going to. And I don't know. I don't know what the solution to it is. If I, if I knew the solution, I'd be leading the charge. Uh, uh, it's just it's. I just hey, you're right. Yep. Oh, I'm gonna play that, Alan. I'm going to play that. In fact, let's let's do it right now. Where at? Where, where is? Where? Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Huh? Last night, Trump pull up the Trump speech, Jonathan. It's fifth in the bottom. Pull it up. 
Listen what, listen what Trump, hey, hang on, hang on, hang on. Don't send me an email telling me it's a PSYOP. Don't send me an email telling me that Trump's part of it. Don't, don't do that. Don't send that to me. You can think that if you want to. In fact, that may be the truth. Don't send it to me. Don't send it to me. Don't send you remember when Trump told us how long ago was it that not after him and after you? You remember that? You know that the, we I, I got a video here of a street preacher who got arrested. Well, I'll show you that here in a minute at a gay pride parade for preaching. Did you know that? They called, they called it, uh, uh, what was the word? What was the word they used? He was, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll get to it in a second. Huh? Okay, so here's, here's what Trump I hear you out there. If you don't understand that the devil cannot cast out the devil, then you're not going to get what's going on. And if you think this is a back and forth and that Trump is part of it, go ahead and play this. Verity, that's the prosecutor that they gave. He has found nothing. He totally exonerated Mike Pence. I'm happy about that. Mike did nothing wrong, but he happened to have classified documents in his house. But they uh, exonerated him, and uh, Biden is a different story. I mean, so much. You have to really think about what I said as a senator. He took all of those documents. It's unprecedented. The prosecutor in the case, I will call it our case, is a thug. I've named him Deranged Jack Smith. I wonder what his name used to be, Jack Smith. It sounds so innocent, doesn't it? Jack Smith. What's his name? Jack Smith. He's a very nice man. He's a behind-the-scenes guy, but his record is absolutely atrocious. He does political hit jobs. He's been known to viciously arrest a certain governor. You know the governor? Bob McDonald of Virginia and absolutely ruined his life and the life of his family, all these wonderful family members. I knew them, only to have the case overturned eight to nothing by the Supreme Court. He destroyed that man, and he destroyed that family. And by the way, I will tell you, I'm here, and I love you all, and we can take it. But what these thugs, what these thugs have done to my family is a disgrace. I will tell you that. And I say it to all of the fake news because there's a lot of it back there. What they did to my family and that young man right there, he's answered more subpoenas than any human being in the history of the world. And you know what? They have nothing after all of those subpoenas. Literally thousands of them. Congress, fake councils, Mueller report, all of this. All he did is answer subpoenas all the time. At least he's become very experienced at that. Congratulations. But Eric is fantastic. And what he and Don and Ivanka and the whole group, that's what they've gone through. And these are serious people. These are serious people. But what he's done to my family, what they have done to my family is horrible. He also tried to railroad John Edwards on a completely bogus legal theory that didn't hold up in court. It's no wonder this raging lunatic was shipped off to The Hague to prosecute war criminals using globalist tribunals, not beholden to the Constitution or the rule of law. Two things Jack Smith clearly disdains. You take a look at this guy. He looks like a thug. But then I watched him make a speech the other day, and he was trembling because it wasn't his territory. He feels much safer in the inner sanctums of the Department of Injustice, where he can be in his room and scream at people. He's a raging and uncontrolled Trump hater, as is his wife, who also happened to be the producer of that Michelle Obama puff piece. Total puff piece. This is the guy I've got. Don't forget this persecution is being done by the same weaponized agencies that for seven years have been running illegal psychological warfare campaigns against the American people, much as if they were trying to destabilize a foreign country. From the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax to the no collusion Mueller witch hunt, 
to impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, the 51 lying intelligence officers. How about them? They said it's Russia disinformation, and they knew it wasn't, which made about, according to some of the great pollsters that are right here, made from anywhere from a 10 to 17 point difference. And yet we still got more votes than any sitting president in history in the second election. And we actually did better the second election than we did in the first election. Okay, okay, let's see if you stop. Hey, Jonathan, Jonathan, where, where are those pastors? Put it up there. Ollie, Ollie, in free. Ollie, come out, come out wherever you are. You guys understand the power of the American church? You have any idea the power of the hang on a minute. Hang on. Hang on. Let me take my glasses off here. <clears throat> you have any idea the financial power of the American church? Boom. Uh, you have any idea? And we're sitting around. Who, who knows why? Who knows why? <laughs> take a deep breath, coach. Take a deep breath. I got to show you some things going to make me mad. Then I'm going to, I'm going to open it up because uh, only the truth is going to make us free. Not fake truth. Fake truth is not, not going to make us free. We're going to hire 87,000 IRS agents to steal money. the taxation theft, friends. The Constitution does not permit individual taxation. I'm sorry if you think it does. The 17th Amendment did not give the government the right to tax, wait a minute, tax your income, then tax your gasoline when you buy gasoline, then tax uh, your food when you buy food, and then tax your shoes when you buy shoes, then tax your your, uh, carpet when you buy carpet. And then, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it's not, it's not. And uh, because of that, they have seized all financial control of every aspect of our lives. And we bow in submission. Say, Coach, what are you talking about? I'm saying, listen, you better get ready to live in community and learn to barter, and learn to work for one another, learn to trade this or trade that. Or as we said yesterday, find those in your network who have a skill set, be able to turn to when you need them. Uh, the government's, our, the American government is gone. It's gone, friends. It's As we knew it, government of the people, by the people, for the people. Are you kidding me? Well, it left in 1947 when we gave the left foot of fellowship to Christianity out of the government. 1947. Then evil men crept in unawares and they changed the truth into a lie. Worshipped and served government. Served themselves. They served themselves. These guys, uh, somebody help me out. Do you think these guys in this picture, you think anyone would do it for free? Would they do their job for free, I wonder? You say, Coach, would you? Yeah, I would. I'd starve. I'm not going to do it for free, but I would. It's what I do. I live and breathe this stuff. These guys, you might offend somebody. By the way, did you guys know that? Did you know that Donald Trump grabbed a woman by the crotch? Oh dear, that's 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 terrible. It's the church, folks. Do you don't you can't you see that everything that they're doing is to try to try to attack Christianity and to bring to the surface Christian morality, fake Christian morality, fake Christian morality, to get you more upset about what Donald Trump did to some woman ten years ago than the fact that the government is stealing from you right in front of you. Stealing from you, murdering you, taking your children, shooting your babies. Like, what else do you want? It's that Donald Trump. He grabbed pussies. Sorry. Sorry I, I used that word. Say, hey, no, coach, let me clean that up for you. He, it, it wasn't that. Billy Bush tried to ambush him, and he simply exposed what the Hollywood producers did in front of him. He never did that. He okay, never, but, but then, he, yes, but I, I don't even care if he did. I don't even I care if he did. Well, you understand, it's misdirection, though. It's just constant misdirection. People need to yeah. stop being stupid and paying attention to that crap. I got a, I got a video of Tucker Carlson yesterday. It's unbelievable. I don't know if I'm going to have time to get to it or not. Uh, hang on before we go someplace. I'll get you up here, Roger. I'll get you up here in a minute. Pull up Ivan Raikland. You guys know Ivan Raikland, right? He spoke at our event, and in, in this guy spoke at our event in Cincinnati. Ivan Raikland did, okay? Now, I want you to watch this. This is what I like about Ivan Raikland, and this is what I like about 
Judah, keep on going down. Keep on going down. Keep on going down. There it is. Now, that I somebody took a video of this. Here comes this this lady, this uh, Waleski, who's resigning, and Ivan Reckland. Reckland, is it? Watch this. Listen, this this guy's got some guts. Go ahead. Here comes all those big wigs. Hey, Dr. Walensky, Ivan Raiklin. I really look forward to you testifying about your involvement in murdering 38,000 Americans. Due to the I really look forward to you testifying about murdering 38 million Americans. <laughs> oh, I'd love to have that question. I'd love to have been able to ask that question to her. Huh? Oh, yeah, Ivan Raiklin. He was at our event, right? Huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We're flying pretty close to the plane here. We're flying pretty. I look. I could. I got so much stuff to. Show. I got so much stuff to show you. That just absolutely. Okay, hang on. A minute. I'm going to do it, Roger. I'll get you in here because once I once I open it up, we're going to roll here. So let let me show. I'm not going to read you these things. We can put it in the chat if you want to. Click down at the very bottom. Public money. Public money, Jonathan. Gateway pundit. I found this on the Gateway pundit. FEMA is about to give $363.8 million to non-federal entities to provide shelter for illegal aliens. They're going to give away $363.8 million, not to churches, no, 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 to non-federal entities. I wonder where that money will end up, folks. These people are illegal illegal. These people are criminals! And FEMA, which isn't even a constitutional organization in its own right, FEMA, they didn't, FEMA didn't show up at uh, clear up there in Ohio, did they? Did they show up on up, up there in, in Palestine, Ohio? FEMA, they show up there? I don't know. They're too busy providing you are $36.3 million to aliens. As if that didn't make you mad, go down to the next one. Diversity. Diversity. No, Jonathan. No. Yeah, Biden State Department wants $76 million for diversity, equity, and inclusion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, your gas is $8 a gallon, and the hamburger isn't even hamburger. Hey, hey, Jonathan, help me out here. Where are those guys? Would you pull those guys back up there for me, Jonathan? Where are these guys? Where are they? Anybody, anybody seen them? James Dobson, he probably doesn't have any influence, does he? No, but you know what the problem is? They are too in bed with the Republicans. Have you noticed this? The Republicans don't even like Trump. Why don't the Republicans like Trump? Okay, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. Pull up Tucker. Pull up Tucker. Last night on Twitter, I don't even do, I don't even do Twitter. I told you I was mad this morning, huh? I would like to, I, I wish you, I'm going to show you just a clip of this, and uh, you need to watch it all on your own. Okay, it's about about twelve eighteen minutes. And Tucker names names, he names names, calls them out. Jonathan, just pull, just Tucker Carlson. Just go, ahead. go ahead. Just let it roll for the a few Biden administration arrested Donald Trump this afternoon. They had him arraigned and fingerprinted in a Miami courthouse like the accused felon he now technically is. These were the first steps in a process that is designed to put Donald Trump behind bars for the rest of his life. <laughs> Cable News carried every moment of it live. It's unprecedented, they told us, with what looked like shock. But they weren't shocked. They knew this was coming. Everyone who's paid attention knew it was. What just happened was always going to happen. It's been inevitable since February 16th, 2016. That's the day Donald Trump made a blood enemy of the largest and most powerful organization in human history, which would be the federal government. Despite what you may remember, it wasn't anything that Trump had said about immigration or trade with China or rapists from Mexico. Those are the stories that dominated the headlines that year. Trump's a racist, they screamed. Stop him! But inside Washington, that was just noise. None of it really rated. Identity politics doesn't mean much to permanent Washington. What matters then and now is foreign policy. 
the invasions and occupations and proxy wars, the decisions that determine which global populations will thrive and which will die, the policies that come with trillion-dollar price tags, the ones that over time have made the counties around D.C. the richest suburbs in the world. In Washington, that's what actually matters. And it's obvious when you look carefully. When there's a debate about anything else, for example, the debt ceiling, both sides take their assigned positions and they start yelling. But when Congress decides to start a war, no matter how foolish or counterproductive or obviously disconnected from America's core interests that war may be, when that happens, the leaders of both parties automatically jump behind it like circus clowns. And then they stay there, sometimes for decades. They defend that war relentlessly against all evidence until somebody finally rings the all-clear bell and they can begin to admit that actually, maybe it wasn't such a great idea. We meant well, but it just didn't work out. The good news is we've learned a lot of important lessons. In the end, they usually do say something like that, but only after emotions have cooled and the damning details have begun to fade from collective memory. It's an apology that's not actually an apology, much less repentance, and it's years too late to matter in any case. But until then, that's all you're getting. Until then, no dissent is allowed. That's the first rule of Washington. But somehow, Trump didn't bother to follow it. He is from out of town, so maybe he didn't know it was a rule, or maybe he just didn't care. Either way, seven and a half years later, we can point to the precise moment that permanent Washington decided to send Donald Trump to prison. Here it is. It's from the Republican candidates debate. Here it is. Here's what got him in trouble. We should have never been in Iraq. Jonathan, I just got to note, we're not streaming on Rumble. I don't know what that means. So this is Donald Trump at the debate, and this was when he became the enemy of both parties. Go ahead. Have destabilized right. the Middle East. They lied. Okay. They said there were weapons of mass destruction. There were none, and they knew there were none. There were no weapons of mass right. destruction. Okay. All right. Go. We should never have been in Iraq, Trump said. We destabilized the Middle East. Now, by the time Trump said that, a lot of Republican primary voters were starting to reach the same conclusion. How could they not? But it was the next line that doomed Trump to today's arrest. They lied, he said. There were no weapons of mass destruction, and they knew there were none. Now, when he said that, a few in the crowd booed. Most just sat there in silence, stunned. Can he say that? Well, he said it anyway. And by saying that, he sealed his fate. That was the one thing you were not allowed to say, because it implicated too many people on both sides, which on this topic is really just one side. Hillary Clinton was guilty of it, but so was Paul Ryan. All of them were guilty. They all knew they all lied. And to a person, they hated Donald Trump for exposing them. After that, it was pretty clear that even if he did get elected president, Trump was going to have a very hard time controlling the federal government he was supposed to be in charge of. Most of permanent Washington decided that thwarting Trump was the single most important mission in their lives. Everything depended on it. Many of them said so publicly, but others didn't say so publicly. In fact, the stealthier ones took another path. They ran toward Trump, not away from him. They sucked up to him. They ingratiated themselves to the man they intuitively understood was susceptible to flattery, which Trump is. And they did this in order to subvert his new administration from the inside. Stay with us. There were a number of these, and you could spot them immediately. They were flatterers. Invariably, the ones who flattered Trump the most hated him the most and disagreed the most strongly with his views. You saw them in the hallways of the White House and at press conferences. They were there slobbering over their boss with elaborate self-abasement, as if they were addressing a monarch or a god. It was a scene from the Ottoman court. It was filthy and decadent, and it was false. Mike Pence, Nikki Haley, Mike Pompeo, Lindsey Graham in the Congress, they all called Trump a visionary genius up until the moment he lost power, and then they unsheathed their real agenda, as always the neocon war agenda, and they piled on with maximum force. Here's Mike Pompeo, for example, on Fox News this morning. President Trump had classified documents where he shouldn't have had them. And then when given the opportunity to return them, he chose not to do that for whatever reason. When somebody identifies that, you've got to turn them in. And so that's just that's inconsistent with protecting America's soldiers, sailors, airmen and Marines. And if the allegations are true, some of these were pretty serious, important documents. And so that's wrong. May future historians hoping to unlock the mysteries of late Empire Washington study that clip because it will reveal everything. 
That very same Mike Pompeo, the one who's sneering at Donald Trump on TV this morning, that guy served Donald Trump as both CIA director and as secretary of state. Those are the two most powerful jobs in the federal government. And as he worked in those jobs, Pompeo promised, in fact, he swore to support the president's agenda. Why? Because that's the way a democracy works. You vote for a candidate in the belief that his appointees will carry out the policies. You go ahead and and watch the rest of it. Hey, hey, Jonathan, do me a favor. Put that wanted poster back up there for me, would you? Would you put that wanted poster back up there? Anybody seen these guys? Huh? Anybody seen these guys? Send me a message if you see them. You see him anywhere, see him out in front, rallying the troops, because why? They're not after Trump, they're after you, they're after me. Christianity's illegal, they arrest street preachers. Come out, come out wherever you are. I'm about done. I'm about done. Pull up number six. Pull up number six. Hang on, Roger, keep hanging and I'll get to you, I promise. Where are they? Hey, James Dobson, Tony Perkins. Where are you? Go ahead, play this. Let's listen to this. President of WPATH, which is the World Professional Association for Transgender Health, admitting on camera that literally none of the boys who started on puberty blockers at Tanner Stage 2, which is the beginning of puberty when they're maybe 11 years old, none of them as adults have had any sexual function. They've never been able to have an orgasm. So they are turning children, they are destroying their future adult sexual function, they're sterilizing them, they are maiming them, they are destroying their chance of having a family and reducing reducing their future dating pool to essentially zero. Mm -hmm. Wow. And we are to call this love and inclusion, we're supposed to be silent about this? No. Parents need to speak up, everyone needs to speak up, and we need the body positive message that our kids are beautiful just as they are. No puberty blockers, hormones or scalpels needed some people are going to hell man lord amen some people are going to hell man some people are going to hell man okay one more thing i'm sorry i got it i'm purging today okay pull up uh where is it number seven pull up number seven for me huh united church of christ hosts Drag queen story. Look at this freaking whatever you'd call him. Play it. So I get the pleasure twice in one day. How often does that happen? To introduce to you. What a sissy. You sissy. This time. But with every bit as much tingle in me. The fabulous Patty Bure. This is in a church, folks. This is in a church. Look at those kids. It'd be better for you to put a millstone around your neck, oh. throw you into the deepest part of the ocean to expose little kids to this. This is a bloody freak show. It's a church. Get it off of there. Get it off of there. Hmm. One more thing, then I'll open it up. I said that before. Last thing, Jonathan. Students revolt. You ready for this, folks? I want you to know this. This is going on in every school across America. Let me give you the background. Look at this. Look at that winch! Some students at a school in Dayton, I think it's Dayton, said we ain't playing the homo game. We're not celebrating Pride Day, some students. What? No, air, air the whole thing, bud. I'm sorry. Air the whole thing. Hey, hey, folks, folks, hey, folks! I want you to look as you watch this at the people who are controlling the education of God's children. Go ahead. These displays of intolerance and homophobia are unacceptable. This type of intolerant rhetoric starts in the home. Parents angry at town hall over intolerance at Marshall Simons Middle School. Kids were asked to wear rainbow clothes in honor of Pride Spirit Day, but some organized a counter protest wearing red, white, and blue or black. 
The principal sharing a statement to families that pride posters were ripped down, stickers ripped up, some students chanted USA are my pronouns, and students showing pride were intimidated. Whoa! It was an unholy disruption in fact, that was organized ahead of time. While some parents were upset, others say it was overblown. Some of the kids threw the stickers on the ground. But, you know, I can only speak for my daughter. She just, she didn't want to wear that to school. It's not that she wanted to hurt anybody's feelings. She says her daughter felt coerced to participate in the Pride event and was offended by some of the messages, like this quote from Tennessee Williams. Human heart cannot be straight. It is curves and winds. And my daughter just kind of said, you know, Mom, that's... That's offensive to, to me, who I am straight. But even parents like her, opposed to the Pride Month celebration, say the ripping of posters was wrong. I think oh, disrupting yeah. any property oh. is wrong. I think, you know, that I just think that was wrong. Parents and community groups now calling for the town and school board to act and support diversity, equity, and inclusion. The incident sparking discussion at home on both sides. My thing that I teach my kids is just be kind. And I wish the schools would just kind of pump the brakes on what they're shoving down these kids' throats. The issue of pride in schools is very controversial. I understand that. I think we need to start at a place of commonality. Now, the principal says that no one was forced to participate in the Pride Day event. I like this. No one's forced. What do you mean no one's forced? No (laughs) one's forced. Huh? Can they teach Jesus? Are they allowed to do that? Can we have a Jesus is Lord day? Nope. Hey, hey, where where's that wanted poster? Ollie Ollie in free. Where are these guys? Oh, I know. I know. They're off forming, they're, they're, they're decorating their rapture bus. That's where they are. Fundraising on Sunday morning. <laughs> you have to go off campus to morning. learn about God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What'd you say, Tracy? You have to go off of school campus in order to that's pray right, to God. That's right. Uh, we're all going to celebrate homo sex. But if you want to celebrate God, we'll set up some off-campus place where you can go, right? Hello, Frisco. I'm almost vented. I'm almost vented. Let me look over here. Hmm. Hey, 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 no, keep go going, Coach. Keep going. Jonathan, go back to that previous video. And scroll back, if you can, go back. Keep Go back to that wicked, wicked woman controlling the education. That, right there, right there, Jonathan. Look at that woman. Look at that woman forcing her morality on Christians. That's what, eh, that's what they're doing. Oh, you got to be kind. You got to be diverse. You got to be tolerant. You're not allowed to speak out against it. And meanwhile, the homos, hey, you ever been to a homo parade and see how they treat you at a homo parade? Anybody ever been there? Huh? <laughs> Julie says that's a man. It might be a man. It might. Who knows? If I was the FBI, I'd come and get me. I would, because there's guys like me speaking the truth is going to awake the masses. No, not the people you go to church with. They're, they're, they're sissies. They're, they're damn sissies. That's Jude. Evil men crept in unaware, changed the truth of God into lie, worship, serve the creature rather than creation. Those people don't even get it. Well, it could be Second Thessalonians. Because they rejected the truth, God will send a strong delusion. They believe a lie. It's those two things, folks. We are in the mess we are in because of church people. Where is the, put that wanted poster back up there for me. Put it back up there for me. Hmm. Where are they? M-I-A. If they were in the military, they'd throw them in jail. Deserters. Missing in action. Look at those bunch of... <laughs> I, hey, I'll give you $5 for every hunk of dirt you find under one fingernail there. Huh? Anybody want to take that bet? Anybody want to take a bet? Any dirt under any of those fingernails? No. They got ink for money. They got money under their fingernails. So they got. Come on in, Roger. You've been waiting a while. Oh, Dave, I I need my own program for a while, please. Can I have the next three hours? You know, Dave, Pompeo and Pence, born again Christians. Yeah, they are. That's what we're dealing with. Yep. No sense of loyalty. No sense of truth. Um. There was a meme I read the other day, 
and it really speaks to the church. <laughs> See, organizations that try to appease tyranny, they do it thinking in the long run they will benefit. They won't come after them. They won't mess with them. But history has shown us when tyranny is appeased to get closer to the ty tyrannical people, they will turn on you eventually. You will not be safe. And that's what the American church has done. It has tried to appease the politicians. It's tried to be able to sit at the table with the politicians. They've tried to cozy up. And that type of appeasement never, ever ends well. Roger. My last comment, and thank you for letting me have three. I remember saying once to a pastor on the radio that you knew you do a great job in the safe zone of the church. Wow. wow. See, that's they all do well there. They all do well at the safe zone of the church pulpit on Sunday because they're amongst, for the most part, civil people sitting in front of them mm -hmm. that will listen to them. Thank you for today. But this idea that you can appease tyranny and you can just you know, get close to it and touch it never ends well. And that's Roger, that group of men, that group right there, there's 26 of them. Let's go down there. Let's let's give these guys the honor they deserve. Who are they again? Uh, let's see. Paula Kane, Paula White, Jensen Franklin, Jot Dobson, Greg Laurie, Ralph Reed. Jack Graham, Robert Jeffress, Samuel Rodriguez, Tony Perkins, Hilmar Maldonado. Dave, one of the problems with these individuals is they will say this. Well, they do a lot of great work. You know, come on now, yeah. give them a break. Yeah. But they're contributing to the ultimate destruction, you know. Amen. It's, Amen. it's like people saying in Germany, well, well, he he made a, that tyrant, he did Say a that. nice road system, so let's kind of help him with the Audubon. Mm. But he was a tyrant. Amen. Um, and again, this is what they think. We'll cozy up, we'll put up, and that everything will be okay. But it doesn't end that way. No, it doesn't end that way. Jonathan, you're doing a great job. Scroll down again to some of the comments that these uh, missing in action. Maybe they got raptured. Maybe they got raptured. Maybe the rapture came and they're out of here. I don't know. I don't know. Who uh, said this here? Those I heard the, the, the bathhouse door got stuck and they're all stuck in there. Yeah. Trump, uh, Paula Kane says he continues to work tirelessly on behalf of the American people. I call all believers to praise the world. Second Chronicles 7, going down there. What's the next guy say? What's the next phony pastor say? Well, James and Shirley Dobson, oh, we spent about 45 minutes in the Roosevelt room. They're starstruck. There were about 20 religious leaders. It was fascinating. Oh, the president was in fine form. We gathered right and we prayed for him. Look at it. Look at this. Look at it. Where are they now? Where are they now? Huh? Where are they? It's fascinating, he says. Greg Lloyd says, oh, it was an honor. Oh, other Christian leaders. This White House is very open to the input of what Christians are doing. Oh, yes. What did What did he have to say about it? Uh, he said, uh, oh, what a privilege to have been at the White House. We pray for our president's beautiful neighborhood. Ralph Reed said on Tuesday, I joined other leaders of faith. Oh, and I pray over them. President. Jack Graham said, what? Uh, 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 what did he say? Uh, praying and glad to see Lindsey Graham's resolution in opposition to unjust and secretive impeachment hearings led by partisan politicians. Enough is enough, says Poster. What's his name? Reverend Johnny Moore says, oh, what a privilege to meet and pray with POTUS as we were discussed achievements like criminal justice reform, defending religious freedom, reducing abortion, not ending it, and combating the opioid crisis and trafficking and the end of ISIS in Baghdad. Get off, get off, get off the screen. Get it off of there. 
I'm like, oh, you had your hands up. Now, now you took them down. Made you all mad. Go ahead, Joe Allen. Phonies. Yeah, what, what you're looking at is the mugshot of false Harlan's. Fake truth. Fake truth. There it is. They're all caught. They're all caught. Have they caught another gathering and put an appeal out to the American church to rise up and stand and fight and push back? No, no, no. They're too busy sharing mugshots of them with President Trump. Oh, wait a minute. They've probably pulled it down off of their websites because I don't know if you know this or not. He grabbed a woman inappropriately. <laughs> but he didn't. He talks about producers doing Stop it, Benny. Stop it, Benny. Stop it's so it, annoying. Benny. Somewhere during his life, Donald Trump grabbed a woman inappropriately. We know he did. We know oh, he did. Yeah. Okay. I'll admit it. Yeah, he must have done it. That's right. That's right. That's right. Myra, go ahead. Yes, Coach. Thank you for leading us in all truth. Um, I sent a text to Ivan Reichen and uh, sent him the Jesus Family Bible Studies website because you are in my website, Coach, to say to tune in because uh, you spoke about them. And um, the Bible verse you quoted earlier, Ezekiel 34.45, that disease have ye not strengthened, neither have ye healed. That which was sick, neither have ye bound up that which was broken, neither have ye brought again that which was driven away, neither have ye sought that which was lost, but with force and with cruelty have ye ruled them, and they were scattered because there is no shepherd, and they became meat to all the beasts of the field when. They were scattered. Hallelujah. They have treated the wounds of my people as though they were not serious, is what the scripture says. They have treated the these guys have treated the wounds of my people as if they were not serious. They got their photo up in the Jeff Klein, come on in. Coach that woman in the video, the mom said she shouldn't have tore down the poster. Well, somebody shouldn't have put it up. That's and right. Then, then the next words he says was, well, I wish the school board would do something. Wish. I sent a text out the other day to a pastor. I said, hey, it's time for the all the pastors to come out of their safe spaces. I got a text back said, hi, Jeff. How are you? Can you tell me what that means? I'm like, I'm not even texting him back. I mean, come on. Huh? Because who, who said it? Somebody said it earlier. I can't remember. So much going through my head. They're good. Roger, maybe it's you, Roger. They're, they're good in the safe zones. They're good in their pulpit. They're real good there. Yeah, they're good. People give them money. Hmm. Hey, I'm looking for dirt under fingernails. I think there's any dirt under any fingernails right there. Anybody see any dirt under any fingernails? Hmm. Clay. I want to share this short news story with you. Dated yesterday. Crossville, Tennessee man, Crossville, Tennessee, small town. This man's arrested for protesting pride parade. A Crossville man was arrested on Saturday for protesting a pride parade event on the Crossville courthouse lawn. Oh, no. Wallace Shane Wattenberger, a lifelong resident of Crossville and owner of Rocky Top Stone Supply, says his First Amendment rights were violated after standing up for his beliefs and protest in the pride mark. Wattenberger drove his trailer decorated with an assortment of banners and signs down Main Street, where he soon was surrounded by six patrol cars. Wattenberger gave the following statement. I won't let them brush this under the rug and the community forget what city police are doing to good citizens for having a voice. It's going to get very nasty in the upper branches, likely all the way to the state capitol. I respect and appreciate the law enforcement, until they start to step out of their boundaries going after the lawful people because the officers don't agree with what I'm doing. In a personal statement on social media yesterday, Wattenberger made clear that he holds no animosity towards anyone identifying as LGBTQ, but said, I understand they're deceived and of weak minds, the Bible says. They're coming after us, ain't no doubt. Okay, so so Spencer, no, Jonathan, do me a favor. I just sent you a standalone email. I just sent it to you. I want you to scroll down, and I want you to watch. Huh? 
I want you to watch Unjust Arrest of a Preacher. Go, go ahead and play that. A Christian. You ready, folks? This, this happened here in America. Now, I don't know why that guy's there. That's not what I sent you, is it? Is that what I sent you? Maybe it is. I don't want to hear that guy. I want the, I want, the, yeah, a I did. Go ahead. And just showed up to Wait. support us. This cop's going to give him a hard time. Watch. Wait, just freeze it, freeze it, freeze it. Is that Tony Perkins over there on the other side? Huh? Is that Maldon Nadal? Is he over on the other side? No, no, I, I guess I'm wrong. I guess I'm wrong. It's this guy being mean. This guy being mean. God, let them have this is public property within respect. Oh, I'm respecting that, that's You know who's cheering for us? The people that are in hell. So you do you, and I'm going to do me. This is public property. You. God is not That's it. That's it. And there he goes, and Damon and finds film. himself in, in cuffs. So I, I wanted to talk to Damon here uh, about what happened and what was said there. I mean, there, oh, you can see in the video. They ought to sue that. Look at, hey, look at that other cop standing. I wonder what side that other cop's on. They ought to sue that cop for every ounce of money that he has, every ounce of money that his daughter has, every ounce of money that the child. They ought to sue every one of them because that is all they will understand. When in Rome, do as the Romans. No, no, we we gotta we gotta forgive. We gotta forgive. And you know what that guy knows? You're gonna forgive. You're gonna forgive, folks. I don't know why you can't see. I don't know why you can't see. I don't know why you can't understand the assault. Come one. Okay, I got. I heard you, Lord. One more. One more. Just a second. Hang on. Hang on. Pull up. Uh, where is it? Where is it? I'm sorry. It's not there. I know it's there. I know it's there. Uh, number five. Pull up number five. Pull up number five. Hang on. I'll get you in here. I promise. There's nobody waiting to get in. I told you I was, I was busting this morning. Huh? Here's a Rondo. He's going to write a new Bible for us. Go ahead. Play it, John. For there shall put arise it false Christs and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. It's an AI making the decisions about us, so it takes power away from us. The third thing about AI that everybody needs to know, it's the first technology ever that can create new ideas. You know, the printing press, radio, television, they broadcast, they spread the ideas created by the human brain, by the human mind. They cannot create a new idea. You know, Gutenberg printed the Bible in the middle of the 15th century. The, the, the printing press printed as many copies of the Bible as Gutenberg instructed it, but it did not create a single new page. It had no ideas of its own about the Bible. Is it good? Is it bad? How to interpret this? How to interpret that? Um, AI can create new ideas, can even write a new Bible, can even write a new Bible. It there you go. Get off of there. AI is going to write you a new Bible. Well, they don't really have to because we always already have the NIV and ABA and the CDD. We already got new Bibles. We already got them, right? But now it'll be good because the AI will write us new ones and take all that uh, hate stuff out of there, all of that truth and all of that sin, take all that stuff out of there. Then, okay? then maybe they can send a copy to all those guys that showed up at the White House. Are we all in free? Am I seeing those guys anywhere? Come on in, Glenn. Yeah, uh, so this is re- this reminds me. Okay, so where are those guys? Uh, reminds me of a line from Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. This is what we should be. Who are those guys? That's right. Who, Who are, are those guys? Amen, amen. Who are those guys? Where are those guys, huh? Oh, my goodness. Uh, who, somebody just took their hand down. I don't know who it was. Rochelle, go ahead. Hey, good morning. Sorry, I was in the meeting of taking a drink. Um, I got a little, uh, the after chat, after yesterday, I made some remarks about Trump. And um, it, of course, ruffled some feathers. But at the heart of my concern, you know, with this indictment, I really tried to read 
the indictment. And that's really frustrating because you can only get little blurbs and excerpts. And then you find out that how tricky they are with their wording. And this is really why I had had it, because there's a thing where you, you are in possession of classified documents. And then there's another thing where you're in possession of documents with classified markings. So this is as to me, it means no difference, but there's apparently a big difference just because these were marked classified. There's really no law being broke here. This is all a big show. And I just, in my opinion, I think there's a lot of people in on the show. And I I think we can at least be open to these kinds of possibilities because they have tricked us all in the past. And we need to start thinking bigger than they think. Where are the Republicans on, on the Senate and House floor defending him? Where are they? Where are they? I'll tell you why they're not there. They're in on it. Judah. Well, they've identified six of them. There are six Republicans who are standing for him. The rest of them, via FTX, have committed treason. They've taken money. It's proven. And this is going to work itself out. Amen. Folks. How long have we been saying that the Republicans and the Democrats are on the same team? Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi were on the same team, friends. They're on the government team. The Uniparty. The Uniparty. Sherry. Coach, this is Dave. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Okay, great. Uh, Jonathan, if you could, if you could go to Webster's uh, 18... uh, 28 uh, dictionary and type in the word outlaw. And I want you to look at this definition. It says a person excluded from the benefits of the law or deprived of its protection. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. So coach, I got a question for you. Are we still living under the law? If I ask you that question, what would you naturally say? Uh, yes, but no. Yes, but no. Okay, so Jonathan, if you could go to Romans 8, 2. And so Tim Tubra read through a plethora of things that said, if you commit these things, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. It says, for the law of the spirit of the life in Christ Jesus, there's still a law. There's, you know, it's of the grace, the law is a grace. But there are still things that are required us for us to do under that grace. And the, uh, the, when I see Rasmussen said 75% of the people approve of homosexuality now and marriage, they are living, they have become outlaws. We Amen. are outside the law of grace. Amen. And so we need to pay attention to what's going on here. If you get on a website, a gay website, and they, they distort, they rewrite the scripture. That's like me going to the court and saying, well, Yonner, I know I was speeding, but I rewrote the law this morning. Anybody in a red truck is exempt. It doesn't work that way. No, no. But when the law enforcers become law breakers, we have tyranny. That's that's what we have. We have a system of government, three branches of government, each one to hold the other one accountable. And we have to... When, when the other two, when the uh, legislative branch gets out of control, we can appeal to the presidency or we can appeal more accurately to the Supreme Court of the United States. And the Supreme Court is supposed to do what? Enforce the law. Not make up a law. Not interpret the law. Simply enforce the law as it's written. That goes back to what we're doing with uh, um, Brandon, the Brunson case. Goes back, go back to that. We're, at, we're out of time. I, I yeah. thank you for let, letting Churches me get the outlaws. Churches are now yeah, they're gathering for the outlaws. The churches are the churches are the home of the outlaws, friends. The churches are. So I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not all of them say, Coach, you can't say that. I work hard at my I know you do. I work hard here. And I work hard here to be able to tell you the truth. And if I'm not allowed to say that the guys leading our team are sold out. Bought off weenies. I'm going to say it. Go ahead, Janine. Um, I kind of want to go with what Dave was saying. If you go to um, Psalm 26, 
and you read that. And then if you go to verse 10, it says, in whose hand is mischief and the right hand is full of bribes. If you go to the 1828 dictionary, that bribes is contrary to truth. It's a false reward. Mm. And so I, I wanted to put that alongside what uh, Dave was saying. A bribe is a false reward. A bribe is getting something that, a reward that you didn't really deserve. That's a bribe. Wow. 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 Huh. The British are coming. See you tomorrow.